some deal of a different flavor. I hate you so much. You mean... I can't remember what he said now. <laughs> I can't count on you to give me laughs. Oh, my God. Welcome to the Fluent Nerd, a not-so-serious discussion on all things nerdy. I'm Z. I'm Neil. This is a show where we discuss our love-hate relationship with the most famous and infamous franchises, movies, shows, and games of the nerd world. This week we're talking about... Dracula. The, specifically the 2020 yeah, the, Netflix the, adaptation. The new Netflix show. Which, I didn't expect a lot out of it. I didn't either. Um, I had no expectations going into this, and pleasantly surprised. We're well, not as much of a Dracula or horror nerd as me. For sure not. And I'm going to need your assistance on this plot because it ties back into all the other Dracula shit that you're a huge fan of. So this is a three-part series, three yes. one-hour episodes. It's, 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 it's very reminiscent if anyone's ever watched uh, Sherlock. I got a lot of similar vibes. Well, it's BBC One. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> BBC One helped Netflix make this. So it starts off with your traditional Bram Stoker... Dracula story. Ah, Jonathan ah, Harker ah. shows up to Transylvania, or more, it's uh, it's the corner of three different states up there. Transylvania is one of them. Yeah, but everyone knows this Transylvania and Moldova and something else. Yeah, nobody else knows those ones. It's in the uh, it's in the uh, part of the Alpine range, I think. It's in part Romania. Sure. <laughs> anyway, Jonathan Harker's there. He is a newly minted solicitor. British solicitor, so he's an attorney. Lawyer for those in America, yeah. I guess. So he's sent there on behalf of his uh, British firm to help this guy, Count Dracula, buy a bunch of property in England. <laughs> I, I like and that Jolly old England. I really like that that's the, the, the It's a great of... setup because it starts off like so nerdy. You're like right. dry, like this is going to be stupid. And then bloodsuckers. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, I like the fact that like in 18-whenever... A lawyer had to travel across the known world just so you could buy some property. Not just in Europe. Yeah, the, the known world that mattered at the time. Damn. Okay. Tell me so, I'm wrong. Jonathan Harker gets there. He's initially kind of wowed by the Count and his yeah. uh Because Dracula is the only person he sees well, uh, no, other, than, other than the carriage driver. The gypsies bring him in. Was that who they were? Yeah, they're gypsies. I didn't know that. G- there's a lot of gypsy hate in this original novel. <laughs> Yeah, but he shows up at the castle. Uh, Count Dracula is this old dude, uh, very Transylvanian, right? He had the accent and everything. And uh, what yeah. does he do? So he slowly realizes that he can't leave, that Dracula's keeping him there for some reason. Yeah. Um, I thought I was just sick. Yeah, he realizes Dracula can't come yeah, out during the day. fingernails are fucking pulling off. Yeah, he can't come out during the day. The castle's a labyrinth, like a literal maze where y- you can't find your way. Yeah. Um, so he eventually meets these women who turn out to be brides of Dracula. Well, yeah. Who well, it, the start cr- to feed on him. Well, he stays around. I, I thought it was interesting in, in the show where he was like, uh, it, like she scratched on his window where the sun came in and said, "Help, help us." Yeah, because Dracula doesn't and, feed them as much because he doesn't want them to be right. as powerful as him. And then, but then 
some point in the show, um, well, again, we, we should probably set up. That's not well, the beginning well, of the I know. We're gonna, I'm going to tell the traditional Dracula story oh, and then I'll it. tell it in context. Cool. Go ahead. So, Jonathan Harker, um, eventually, Count Dracula leaves and he gets on this boat. I can't remember the name of it. The Redeemer. The Demeter. 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 The Demeter. Um, and he leaves Jonathan Harker to be eaten by his brides. So, which, this is the OG Dracula story. Yeah. Brides are subservient to Dracula, they are lower forms of vampire. Um, Insert bride joke but, here. Yeah, but Jonathan Harker eventually breaks free, and he kind of makes his way back to England slower than Dracula because Dracula's rich. So and money moves fast. And then the rest of the story is the bulk of the other characters, and eventually Jonathan Harker taking down Dracula. Um, that's the traditional story. Mm-hmm. And the first part of this seems like that story told from a nun's perspective, which is interesting. Because there's not really any nuns in the original story. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, there are. I think the nuns are the ones that that bring Jonathan Harker back from the brink. So in the original book, is Jonathan Harker undead? No, he's not undead. Oh, okay. So, but it's still very reminiscent. The first few minutes seem just like it. If you've ever seen the Keanu Reeves adaptation <laughs> of Bram Stoker's Dracula, it's the same thing for the first one. Brilliant minutes. acting there, Keanu. No, actually it is. Because Jonathan Harker's kind of like a, bro... You're like a vampire, bro. <laughs> Don't drink my blood. That sucks, yo. Yeah, but he's actually English. I know he's not. <laughs> Jonathan Harker is. Yeah. And Keanu is not. Yeah. Um, we'll do that movie too someday. Suspiciously absent from the first part of the book, though, or from the, the movie adaptation, show adaptation, or whatever we're covering, is uh, <laughs> the character of, what's his fucking name? The, I, you uh, have to give me more than that. He's the lawyer in this. Uh, Renfield, yeah. Suspiciously, you're the one who knows the name. Suspiciously absent is Renfield. Traditionally, Renfield was uh, the first. Shows up later. Traditionally, Renfield was the first attorney solicitor sent out there. Right. He comes back all fucked up, and they throw him in the asylum, and they're like, "Well, Harker, you're up. You're going to Transylvania, bro." (laughs) Right, right, right. Um, he still fulfills the purpose of a solicitor in this this adaptation. It's just different. Yeah. Well, this is all kind of told from the eyes of Agatha Van Helsing, who is a nun, which is a cool twist. I liked where, cause, cause to bring it to the show, right? Because we start it and there's just this dude. He looks like an emaciated corpse. He's hanging out in a a convent. Is that what they call it? Yep. And this nun comes in and she's like really, you know, just no nonsense. She's really, you know, confident. She's very Dutch. She is very Dutch. Van Helsing. (laughs) Um, and she's just known as Sister Agatha until the very end. We find out that her name is Agatha Van Helsing, mm-hmm. and the first, which is I thought was a really cool twist. I didn't, I didn't see it coming. Um, but essentially, with the show version, uh, pretty much all you said, Jonathan Harker shows up. Uh, except in this one, he's the only Lord who has shown up at the time. Yes, um, they skip Brinfield for now. Yeah, one of the brides is able to escape, and she scratches on his window where the sun comes through and says, "Help me." Um, and it was in English, which is an interesting point. Um, but Jonathan Harker at this point we find is undead. So like the mm-hmm. curse of Dracula is different subtly in this yeah. where so, it causes people to be undead. And actually that's just a thing that happens apparently. Yeah. So the fun thing about this is in the three different episodes, you get three different distinct versions of the Dracula myth, which is really cool. So the first episode you get the traditional Bram Stoker and it ends when you find out that, uh, Jonathan Harker is dead. He's yeah. undead. He's undead. Um, he actually betrays Nina, who's come to see him. Yeah, his betrothed. Yeah. And he lets Dracula into the room where 
Um, yeah, he, confronts... he he invites Dracula into the convent because yeah. the last thing you does. see is uh, Agatha Van Helsing and Nina being confronted by Dracula, who is slaughtered. A who is wearing nuns. Jonathan Harker's face? Yeah, and that's where episode one ends. <laughs> yeah, episode... missed a whole lot there, but yeah, episode two. We're seven minutes in. I get it. <laughs> Uh, episode two is very much reminiscent of the traditional 30s, 40s, 50s, uh, Christopher Lee type Dracula, Bella Lugosi. I think episode it's, two is my favorite of the three. Yeah. Now, this whole thing takes place for the most part on at the sea. Demeter. Yeah. yeah. So, Which Jonathan cool Harker, you don't see him at all in this one. Right. And, and the episode shows starts where it's like um, Dracula and Agatha are in like a weird castle room. And it's Agatha, really explained what's going on. Yeah, in the it doesn't beginning. explain it, but it, yeah. but it makes you think that Agatha has gotten some sort of uh, like one up on him. Yeah, because she's playing chess, she's being super confident. Yeah, and he, it turns out, <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. So in this, Twist. he's actually at the very beginning. He's wearing uh, a red amulet on like a 1800s tux, which is the traditional Bella Lugosi garb. I don't get that yeah but. and he looks a lot like christopher lee who played oh, Van, yeah. who played dracula for years and years so the whole thing plays, takes place on the demeter and it's still reminiscent of the original bram stoker story in that he murders the crew bit by bit and eats them <laughs> um he has drinks their blood whatever same difference they eat some. <laughs> um, he has caskets full of romanian dirt transylvanian dirt yeah. because he needs that apparently he needs that to regenerate um so, yeah, the whole thing play, takes place in the Demeter, and they kind of bring it in like a murder mystery type yeah. thing. And the cool thing I like about this series is, and tell me if this is a part of the novel as well, so when we start, when we first meet Dracula in the first episode, he's this old, elderly Transylvanian man, but he starts absorbing Jonathan Harker and becomes, you know, he, he reinvigorates himself and becomes British. <laughs> yeah, I don't and, know about the, like, gaining memories per se as part of the novel. I can't, it's been a while. But it's a cool, I think it's a cool twist on it with the show because as he's consuming these people, he absorbs pieces of them. Yeah. And he gets stronger, he gets younger, he gets more knowledgeable. And that's, and as he's on this, in the second episode, as he's taking each person down, he gets more and more cunning and more and more brazen with his... Would you say his... he's a cunning linguist? <laughs> he well, he does eat that dude to learn some German. <laughs> I am not going to make a vampire joke about... Never mind. I got I got the joke, too. I got no, no there's a different joke. We'll, I'll tell you later. <laughs> so, episode two still has much of the same feel as episode one. Yeah. Now, I think Neil had already kind of ditched the show at this point, and I watched yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I got to the last five minutes... Of the second episode. Of the second episode, and I said, Neil, go watch it. (laughs) So what happened was uh, I had watched the first episode, and I was was not 100% sold. It was, it's really odd. It's not direct. And again, I didn't get any of the old Dracula references because I have never read that story. Um, And it's been fucking, what, over a decade since I've seen any of the Dracula movies. Um, But... The very he you know Z here convinced me to push through into the second one, and I was halfway through the second episode. And I'm like, I'm not sold, and then it starts twisting, and like the last half of the second episode is really phenomenal. Yeah, um, it really grabs you. We by the can balls. actually let's not even give that. Let's not give it away. Yeah, you yeah. know what? Just go watch. All it. All right. So episode three yeah. starts off in the modern era. Yeah, which is like holy shit. That's weird. It's different. Um, and yeah. this one is more evocative of like traditional vampire stories like your blades and stuff yeah yeah <laughs> traditional vampire story like i meant blade. Uh, contemporary not <laughs> traditional although 
It is I'm a contem- totally in. It is a contemporary vampire tale. Yeah. The third episode. This has it much is a more... modern age in England, in London. Yeah. I think he actually has to operate with some restraint once he's freed. Yeah, a little no, bit. No, he has, decides who he feeds on. You know. Well, I think he's just choosy. He is choosy, but he doesn't also kill everyone he feeds on. So right, this he's is trying when to, he's trying to find like the yeah. perfect person. This is when we're introduced to some of the other characters from the traditional novel. You've got Lucy Westerna, Westernra. Oh yeah, played by I can't remember her name, but uh, she's in, yeah, she's in a lot of stuff. Yeah, Lucy's in here. Um, Agatha Van Helsing has long since died, but her uh, niece, grand niece, her something. Gr- yeah, uh, it was her great 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 niece, something like that. Yeah. yeah. She played by the same actress. Played the same actress, but she has a British accent. Yeah, she which is, is a cool touch. I thought she is a cancer researcher, or she has cancer. Yeah, she's a researcher she's with a researcher. cancer. Yeah. She's a well, vampire researcher with right. cancer. <laughs> oh god! Now we and find her, out her that astrological sign is also cancer. Yeah. We find out that Nina, having survived the uh, vampire attack, has gone on to found the Jonathan Harker Foundation. Yeah, which is a Dracula murder incorporation. Yeah, and essentially, essentially, yeah, they they get a bunch of money by from. I guess Nina's family. Yeah, Nina's family. Yeah, and uh, they through for what is a hundred years they researched Dracula, and none of them really believe that he's a thing until he's a thing. They believed in him, they just didn't think they were going to be the ones who had to deal with it. Right. Well, I thought Agatha had a or not Agatha, whatever I can't remember her niece's you know grand niece's name, but she uh, she says she's like is like how do you feel? He's like well about as well as at the Pope when the Pope Jesus came down. It's like it's like not great. So yeah, you meet Lucy. Lucy is kind of like a twenty-year-old, twenty-one-year-old party girl, and she's got three guys interested in her. One of these guys, I can't remember their names. It's I think Jack Quinn and yeah, Jack. The, Jack's the one who's uh, yeah. he's part of the Jonathan Harker research. Yeah, thing. Now right? there are three suitors, as there were in the original Bram Stoker novel, and she ends up marrying the Texan, which is traditional to the novel. Yep. Also um, Texas. Yeah, uh, I think I can't remember his name. Quincy something. Doesn't really matter. He's barely. And she in goes. This. Is your name Quincy? Yeah, my name's Quincy. Which is just funny. <laughs> yeah, it's it's literally just to. That's throw what it happens back to when an Irish person writes about Southern Americans. <laughs> my name's Quincy. Why do you think they were Irish? Bram Stoker's Irish. I said when a British when an Irish person writes. About, I did not realize Bram Stoker was Irish. There you I, go. I'm learning. He's also uh, widely believed to be a suppressed homosexual, a repressed homosexual. Aren't all Texans? He's not Texan. He's Irish. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Texan. No, Bram Stoker was... Got it. You see, when you use pronouns, I don't know who you're talking about, because you're talking about, like, two different dudes there. I was gendering people, sorry. (laughs) Anywho. So... That was gay. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Way to bring it back. Always do. So, yeah, you meet all the traditional uh, folks here, and then you kind of get to the motivations behind this particular Dracula, which are kind of let down. He's, yeah. So yeah, he's trying to find the perfect bride and, and, and yeah. me, what, like, which what, traditionally he's never given a shit about. Right. But I liked this one where he, Jonathan Harker in the first one, he's like, you're awesome. I like you. You're a good, he tried to make him his bride. Yeah. There's a, a weird, lot of, there's a lot of homosexual overtones. There are, which actually in context, is knowing good, that Bram Stoker really f- might have but been, but it also fits with like, kind of contemporary vampire yeah. lore. He like spoke out against homosexuals in the United Kingdom and like mm. was totally down with like forcibly killing them all and stuff. Like Bram Stoker well, was very anti. You had to be back then or else they chemically castrated you. <laughs> I mean, that's why a lot of people think he's repressed because he had a lot of self, self-hate. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. 
Um, but I mean, the whole. I mean, vampires and sex, regardless of heterosexual, homosexual, like contemporary vampires, it doesn't matter to them a lot, right? Vampires are hot. Vampires are hot. Um, but uh, he tries to make Jonathan a bride, then he tries to make Agatha a bride, and then in this one he finds, uh, remind me of her name, I can't remember the Lucy, name. Lucy. She has no fear of death, and he finds in that... In fact, she's in infe- love with death. Yeah, pretty much, and he, he finds that infectious. You know what I found out? I was doing some research. I don't know. Yeah. I was doing some research on the original novel because it's been a while. Yeah. I forgot the Blue for Lady thing was actually in the novel. Oh, yeah. And for the listeners, Blue for Lady, there's an undead nine-year-old. <laughs> it was the most terrifying part of the series by yeah. far. Um, so in this, the unde- undead is just a thing that some people are cursed with, whether they've been touched by Dracula or not, apparently. So they are cursed to scratch at their coffin lens for all eternity. Cool. Which fucking terrifies me. And sometimes the little ones can wiggle free. Yeah, and yeah, he he does say that. It was great. Uh, how far do we want to get in the plot? Do we want the listeners kind of watch this, like the end, kind of? Or no, I think that's good. Yeah, we'll come back honestly, in a it's really interesting. Go watch it. It's a new take. It's it's a fresh take on an old story. Yeah, and we'll come so. back with some uh, fun facts. All right. Well, I found surprisingly little on this show. So yeah, Neil's it's gonna interesting. Take over in um, a minute. Yeah. So, um. <laughs> Dolly Wells and Agatha Van Dolly Helsing. Wells, yeah, she's Agatha Van Helsing and Morphid Clark M- Morphid. How do you say that? Morphid M O R F Y D D Clark. We're gonna go with Morphid. They were both in Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, apparently. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I haven't either. Uh, the guy who plays Dracula is not in shit that you know of. Yeah, <laughs> he's very German Danish and does does that. I will say though, he does an excellent job yeah. in this in this show. Now, Jonathan Aris played the uh, what's his fucking name? The guy who ran the Demeter, the captain. I cannot remember the captain's name. No, I can't either. Uh, is it not in the fucking notes? No, I didn't take any fucking notes. He's in, <laughs> he's in Good Omens. Um, he's in Bandersnatch, Black Mirror. Hey, that's right. And he was in the uh, unaired prequel um game of thrones pilot thing that never came <laughs> unaired out. yes so he's never been in it i mean he was in it but he wasn't yeah but it doesn't exist yep okay what else <laughs> <laughs> it's really strange how lit how i like the fact that the all the actors in this i uh, i thought i recognized one apparently i was mistaken yeah she's not none of the actors in this are in anything that they were all phenomenal actors, and they're all phenomenal yeah yeah um so as far as fun facts um something i'm not done fuck you like two fun facts hold on so okay all the exterior shots of the dracula castle were filmed at orava castle in slovakia it's the same castle that was slovakia Slovakia. Slovakia. I'm sorry, are you Slovakian? Shut the fuck up. It's Slovakia, you piece of shit. Oh my god, what the fuck do you care? Have you ever met with Slovak before? Continue. Anyway, it's the same castle that was in uh, Nosferatu. That's a cool fact. That's that's a cool yes. fact. Uh, we already talked about Dracula's costume design a little bit. but Did we? Yes. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah. To reiterate, though, in the beginning, he looks very much like Gary Oldman mm-hmm. in Francis Ford Coppola's Bram Stoker Dracula. Uh, then uh, later on, he looks like Sir Christopher Lee in the horror of Dracula and that whole series. And then later on, he gets the Be- Bella Lugosi treatment. So the Bella Lugosi treatment. Yep. Yep. Uh, okay. At one point, sister Agatha talks about her friend who's a detective in London. That oh, yeah. led a lot of people to speculate that that's supposed to be Sherlock Holmes. 
That's... Considering a lot of people in this were in Sherlock Holmes adaptations <laughs> on BBC, so the BBC connection is okay. even strong. I like that a lot, actually. That's a cool small Easter egg, if that's true. Yeah. And apparently in Jack's bedroom, you can see uh, the carpet from The Shining as his wallpaper on the wall. The fuck? Yeah. Why is that re- relevant? <laughs> it's not relevant. It's just a fun fact. Uh, just an Easter egg. Fun yeah. facts are not always relevant. You should know this fact. <laughs> They're just fun. <laughs> All right. Give me what you found. Yeah. Um, I found a couple of things where it's like, um, you know, a handful of things that this iteration of Dracula does that was in the original book that many iterations of Dracula just kind of leave out. Uh, the first one being like old man Dracula, like you mentioned. Yep. Um, this one actually has, when we first meet Dracula, he's an old man and he's very much like the Christopher Lee version. Uh, that's kind of left out of most things. No, honestly, that's the Gary Oldman version. You know what I meant? Yes. Yeah. I don't know the shit. It's thank you. It's Slovakia. At least I know Christopher Lee versus Gary Oldman. That's more relevant to my life than Slovakia. I have nothing. I know you don't. I have nothing. Proceed. Um, <laughs> and honestly, it, it kind of caught me off guard uh, when I saw Old Man Dracula. I I was like, I hope I don't see too much of this because it's really annoying seeing him as Old Man Dracula. Um, but that that's something that they kept through there. Um, also, the whole Jonathan Harker sticking around and being imprisoned in Castle Dracula uh, is something that, you know, not a lot of uh, iterations have done, apparently. Um you say, not having watched very many. <laughs> Again, I'm reading a fun fact. Um, uh, some cool things was uh, the letters. Uh, I, I, that was actually a really cool scene where uh, Jonathan Harker realizes that he has a very a, a date when he's going to actually, guilt. <laughs> hand me that copy of Dracula. Because if you look, the very first couple... I have a 1928 copy of Dracula that's definitely haunted, by the way. There's definitely <laughs> bloodstains. But if you look, the first few, first few chapters are from Jonathan Harker's journal which is mostly comprised of the letters he writes to Mina. Oh, wow. So that's actually... Yeah, right and I really like that uh, that part, too, where he's like, oh, what should I date them? And he goes, you know, do this one. And then he realizes, I have this much time to do whatever I'm going to do, because... To not be vampire candy. <laughs> well, he's going to be put into a box, because <laughs> underneath Dracula's... Step one. Castle. Cut a hole in the box. <laughs> Step two. Shove yourself in that box? I don't know. Yeah. Um... Oh, one thing I forgot about when I was, until I was reading this, the fucking vampire baby. That was creepy as fuck. Oh, yeah. At one point, doesn't he say, oh, sorry, I'm off to kill a baby? Well, he does that. No, I know, I'm, I'm going to kill a child. But he literally quotes, oh, when, I have to when, go when, kill a child. When the blue fur lady kid is in her bedroom, he goes, turn your head. I'm about to murder a child. It's like, okay, cool. <laughs> and then he murders that child. Granted, the can, child was already undead. Yeah, can you kill something that's undead? That's the question of Dracula. Ooh, that is a question. It's the question. Of it is the question. But in the first episode, there's also, a creepy undead like? baby, and it's fucked up. And I it kind of ruined me for a little bit. Um, another another detail that they keep on is that he needs the crates of Transylvanian dirt. Like, that's kind of left out in a lot of iterations. Um, the whole Demeter at all. Like, again, in the original one and in the original book and this series, that's the first time I've ever heard of the Demeter. It's in Bram Stoker's Dracula that um, Coppola did, but briefly. He only talks about the voyage over and everyone dies. In the book, he kills everyone but the captain. Oh, wow. Like, by the end, it's just the captain kind of like, and he's also not a passenger. He just comes up from the depths and, like, kills people. They don't know Count Dracula. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's actually cool. Yeah. 
Um, um, I think he turns into a wolf at one point to kill some people. Well, he the, turns in. He's so that's another thing in the first episode when he is and he's in the wolf and he's crawling out of it. That is a fucked up, awesome scene. Um, and then the last, uh, the last thing that I'll, I'll notice is the detail is that actually uh, somebody drinks Dracula's blood. That's another detail yes. that's left out, and it's not, uh, it's not Agatha. It's uh, I can never remember. Abraham Van Helsing. N- no, what's her I name? What's what's the Mina. niece's name? No, the niece, the the great niece of of Agatha. Oh, I don't know. I can't remember her name. Um, it's really something good. something Van Helsing. Something something Van Helsing. Jennifer Van Helsing. <laughs> sure, Jennifer. <laughs> it's not Jennifer, but sure. But it, when she drinks his blood and like uh, unlocks her connection to her ancestor, because that was a pretty gangster scene. That I was did pretty like that. fucking awesome. That you have drank the blood of a guy who drank my blood, therefore you have some of my memories. Well, I, one of my favorite parts of that interaction Actually, was some she of goes, her consciousness. Yeah, yeah, she was like, uh, she was like, well, I think it matters that our DNA is connected. She says, ooh, that's cool, new vocabulary. She's like, I didn't know what DNA was until <laughs> just now. I thought it was a cool detail. Uh, also, could, that, that brings a lot of relevant questions into play. Like? Like, okay, as a nun, she wanted to believe in the existence of God and wasn't sure of it. Right. Now, with this, with her mortal coil being dead... Would this substitute? Ooh. Would this be is this some form of a soul? Ooh, which or is everlasting soul is a Christian thing, and she's yeah. trying to be a Christian during this whole thing. So it's like hmm, maybe vampires are why we have souls, or maybe vampires can tap into that. Vampires literally steal your, that. That would bring them back to the devil thing. They steal your soul. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So yeah, those are some cool details that, were, uh, <laughs> le- or, that are left out of many Dracula iterations that they included in this one, which is actually pretty cool in my opinion. So yeah. Bram yeah. Stoker's Dracula with Coppola is one of the more, I've got to read the book. It's not it's that very, long. <laughs> no, it's not, but my copy's haunted. I don't want to touch it then. Well, I'm going to push it against your forehead like a Bible. That's disturbing. <laughs> cool. We'll be back in a minute with some theories. Tell me of your theories, mortal. Yeah, so <laughs> you weren't ready for that? No, it was not. Um, Blue for lady, gross. Um, <laughs> so I found I found a couple of theories, literally two. Um, Tell me so I can destroy them with my knowledge of vampire lore. So the first one is, uh, and this I think someone wrote this only after they saw the first episode. Uh, Stupid because the third episode kind of contradicts it somewhat. But fuck it, we're going with it anyway. You said butt fuck, but fuck it anyway. Um, at some point, because in the first episode and throughout all of it, Dracula is, um, he's afraid of the cross, right? The cross has power over him, at least in the first few episodes, two episodes. Hold that thought for one second. Do you remember in the final episode when he finally does see the light? Yeah. Did you notice the window panes made a cross on him? Yeah. I was like, that's interesting. I noticed that. Yeah. Please proceed. I want to bring that up before I forgot about it. Yeah. Um, and it says that they say, um, uh, again, Dracula is afraid of the cross, but the the cross had had no effect on any of his brides, because when John shows her the cross, she just kind of throws. So is it that implying that women are smarter than men? What is it? What this? The <laughs> no. It, well, okay, all those brides were female, but they tried to make Jonathan Harker into a fe- right into a bride into a female. <laughs> I mean, he might have tried to make him into a female um, too. I don't know. So the theory is the reason that Dracula is susceptible to the cross is because he drank the blood of Christ. At some point. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't really work with the theory they gave in the third episode. It really doesn't. Um, it's also... It what says, do you lick the fucking... Uh, what's that spear? 
The Spear Destiny? <laughs> Lick the Spear Destiny and turn into a fucking the one Dracula. That, the one that supposedly Hitler grabbed during halfway through the war? The one that Constantine hunted down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, this is a great cross. I'm going to lick it. <laughs> it wasn't a cross. It was a spear. Sure. But um, if it ever happened. Uh, but it says, like, uh, that that for some reason that, for some reason also drinking the blood of Christ is a reason why he needs an invitation to enter places. I don't get that one either. Um, Christ is very polite. He's just, he's super <laughs> polite. I cannot. <laughs> well, I guess it's like you have to invite Jesus into your heart or something like that. I, I don't know. It's You'd know better than I would. It's a stretch. Really? <laughs> yeah. I guess I, okay. You studied um, it. And also that um, the reason that uh, wooden stakes work is because Jesus was nailed to a cross. So do you want to know traditionally where vampires are from? Uh, like, me, the, yeah. the tradition of vampires uh, is very commonly thought to have originated with uh, basically the morphology of a dead body. Go so on. dead bodies bloat. They make noises as they disintegrate oh, yeah. and die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the hair and nails continue to grow, which leads people to think that Not they're still really, alive. Not really, yes, but it looks, they like don't. That. It yeah, looks that way. Right. Um, but the bloating and stuff could be somewhat managed by driving a stake through someone. Oh, so you give it an exit. Yeah. Yeah. That also would make... Ooh, that makes a lot of sense. Well, also they would literally hammer you into your... Um, Coffin. Your casket. Yeah. So you couldn't get up. That's what the stake was for. Is oh, that wow. even if you were undead, you couldn't do anything. You're fucking <sighs> stuck to this. And 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 back then, cremation was like sacrilegious. Yeah. So and also, you know, a lot of times when they because they didn't know about this stuff with bodies because they'd bury them and forget about it. But every once in a while, they had to dig them up for one reason or another. They accidentally did, and they'd see blood coming out of the mouth, blood coming out of the eyes, and they're like, "This motherfucker's drinking blood." Also, scratch marks on the coffin lid many times because people would fall into comas. It's not many times. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes, yes. <laughs> it was a huge fear in Elizabethan and Victorian age England. A, yeah. Yeah. And now. Yeah, but at least now we can tell if you're in a coma, probably. Yeah, sometimes. Probably. But yeah, the, just the, the imagery of a dead body bloating and, um, and bleeding and such made huh. people believe that vampires were a thing. That's interesting. I never thought about that. I never yeah. understood where that came from. I always thought it was just uh, you know, bastardizations of like you know Satan because Dracula is always a, always tied to Satan somehow. It is um, now. Yeah. It is now. But in uh, also a movie we had to do is Van Helsing, the one with Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Uh, in that one, it's very much so that yeah. he made deals with the devil. And then also, you know, you'd say, well, how do they never see bodies out and never see them just like get gross? Well, A, it's human nature to bury them or do well, something it's, it's with a body. Our, it's been our culture for Well, no, you do something with a body because it stinks. Yes. You do something with it. Yeah. You're never going to sit there and watch it die. Like No, it causes and, diseases. Yeah, it, and the we times, learned that when we were just And you know, the times early. in Europe when they had to, you can't dig a grave in the middle of winter. So traditionally, you just mm. have a cellar full of bodies Yeah. Um, until the spring thaw, but they were frozen. So all this stuff was suspended. Right. So you didn't see it. Makes sense. So you never really, as a old-timey person didn't, didn't watch bodies disintegrate and bloat. Yeah, and unless disgusting. you were specifically trying to study that, which very few people did. Yeah, at that time, no one did. Yeah, well, was... some monks probably did. No. Anyway. Yeah, because you uh, have to give them a Christian burial. Yeah. Well, yeah, true. Yeah. Um, That's where the, the myth of the vampires... Unless they weren't a Christian. <laughs> That's where the myth of the vampires come from. You just said monks. Yeah, monks doing experiments oh, on non-Christian corpses. Yeah, I'm talking about Europe, European... Yeah, I know. You can find non-Christians in in medieval Europe 
not many, but they traveled through. I reckon. I'm just saying it's possible. Um, second fan theory is just as shit as the first one. Sadly, <laughs> um, it's uh, it's about how I guess spoilers for the end of episode three. Um, I don't know why you just decide sometimes to say something about spoilers when we never give a shit about them. Either. Well, earlier you didn't want me giving that, so anyway, um, Dracula at the end apparently it finds out that he is a weak to all these things. This is what the show tells you. I don't like this ending, by the way. I, I wasn't a fan of it. Um, kind of a bitch cop He's out. weak to all these things because the rumors have been existing for hundreds of years, and he's ingrained them into his subconscious or something like that. No, no, no. You're close. Well, it was that. Help me. He In this adaptation, he not only gets the experiences of people, but like kind of a little of their beliefs, too. Like when he sucks the right, blood, someone, he right, gets their consciousness, right, right. and the fact that everyone was else a Christian was a Christian, and they feared the cross, made him averse. Yes, they, he he put out that all medieval Christians were terrified of the church, essentially, and right. they were only Christians because of coercion. Therefore, when he saw the cross, he had this aversion to it. Yeah, that makes sense. And, and religion in general, but he also well, thought that the sun would kill him. Yes, even though it didn't. Yeah, I mean. That's probably one of those, what do they call that, um, when you never get any uh, evidence that backs you up in a certain way? Uh, you're going to have to give me more than that. It's like a scientific uh, term. I I don't have, I don't know. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, he never he never bothered to go outside and test it because right, he thought he'd right, die. Right. So it's well, like, well what the funny thing is, like when Jonathan Harker's running off the, the castle at the beginning mm-hmm. and the sun reflects in the cross... He just flips out, right? He doesn't yeah. actually get burned, though. Uh, so you'd think he'd realize that, but he doesn't. But the theory here is is that all the things that he thought would kill him, including the poisoned blood, didn't kill him. And so that there could be a season two where he's like, well, fuck, now I'm just still alive. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but the poisoned blood thing wasn't... That, that worked. Well, did it work because he thinks it's working? No, remember? He started vomiting before she ever said a thing about having cancer. He drank it and went blah and vomited oh, blood. Yeah, very true. Very and then true. he's like, "What the fuck is wrong with your blood?" Well, it could and just see, be what I thought was an odd taste. I thought no, he was vomiting it. Like his body was expelling it. I had to rewatch it. Yeah, no, he did definitely. But what I thought when that first happened is that because you can kill vampires sometimes in the lore by having them drink dead blood. Yes. So what I thought that that was Agatha Van Helsing acting like. I her thought it was niece. too. I genuinely thought that for and the longest like, time. And I was like, oh, she, she tricked this be- motherfucker into drinking her dead ass that's blood another, to kill him. Th- that's another fucking thing that I didn't like about this. And there's a couple of things I can nitpick on here, and we're gonna. Um, Let's just go straight into that. Then. Yeah. <laughs> Agatha was undead. She was she was turning undead because Dracula was feeding on her the whole trip on the Demeter. And she like her fingernails are coming off. She realized, oh, I'm turning undead. I thought was she undead or was she just being fed on? That's the question. Well, I thought that was the same thing because again, Dracula says in the first episode, he goes, sometimes people go undead and sometimes they don't. But I thought that, like the fingernail because it was the I same think, thing that Jonathan I think Harker the fingernail went thing was to throw us off. I think it was meant to live. But you're right; it could open it up for season. I two. thought they were just opening that as like, oh, that no, she is now a bride of Dracula, essentially. Uh, because he's been feeding on her so long, she's caught the curse, right? That's kind of what I was thinking too. But I think that that was a, a intentional. And that's why I definitely misleading. thought, like like you said, I thought that was Agatha pretending to be some great niece, or even 
thinking she was this great niece somehow also, like convincing as herself as she was right then and there yeah. i was like this is just agatha she's yeah. been alive i gen- i didn't get how like that she was just spunky like agatha being spunky and confident made sense she's been studying this stuff for i guess i you know the niece did too we should yeah, probably look at his name but um same um, actress yeah Whoa. same so i get that she'd be confident but at least agatha saw lots of proof of it whereas the niece didn't uh, I'm not sure Agatha saw any proof until she met Jonathan Harker. Right, but then once she did, it all right. fell together. But she right? had like two weeks of it all of fell evidence. together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, whereas this chick, she's just no. She had some too because remember that uh, researcher had gone down there and Dracula was <coughs> bitter. That's so right. she's like, "Fuck, it's That's real." That's right. That's right. That's why she was so cocky. But we didn't know that <coughs> until the end of that episode. That's a good point. So yeah. So okay, that made perfect sense. Um, but yeah, I thought that was gonna be Agatha. The whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did like how the whole like tying back with the memories and the blood thing. That all worked. But I thought it was did weird how they just... give your least and most favorite parts? <laughs> I think you just did yeah. on accident. But I, I, <laughs> I hated how the Agatha's character at the end of the second episode just goes away. She just dies. I'm like... That was very abrupt. I'm like, hold on. Like, you didn't even show us her dying. Yeah. Like, the ship blew up. Yeah, but like... I don't know. I didn't. I didn't like that. So, I think... My least favorite part of this, I'm not a fan of traditional Dracula being alive in this day and age. I agree. That was I, a I'm weird not, twist. I'm not opposed to vampires in this day and age. I don't like Count Dracula the being alive Dracula. in this day and age. They did it as well as I think they could have. I agree with that. I didn't like that he was basically living out in the open. Yeah, because they say, your number's listed. Yes. <laughs> like, the fuck? I wasn't a huge fan of that. Um, Although I will say they did okay. What did you think about the, the? They needed a few episodes of him in the modern world before I cared enough for him to die. I agree. I firmly agree with that. What he did you think about when he shot planted. that chicken in the head in the beginning? I forget up. which. One. Oh yeah, I saw just, that chick coming a mile the, away. Just the mercenary chick. Yeah, I saw that coming a mile away. Uh, I thought he was gonna eat her. I didn't think he was gonna shoot her. I thought it was cool that he's like, "Is that a camera?" And he's like, "I'm not an idiot." I no, but they're like, change. "They're like, how do you know what cameras are?" He's like, "Yeah, it's like we've had cameras." Yeah, <laughs> stupid, stupid <laughs> asshole. I how like, did he though? How did he have cameras? He was rich. He lived in a fucking backwater bullshit fucking. He knew of things. I, no, also, I, no, no, I was gonna say he only knew because of drinking people. That's what I was gonna say. He's he drinks people. Yeah. <laughs> um, he also. Uh, what was the other thing I was gonna say? Um. Oh, when he's in that random chick's house, and he's like, uh, "You must be rich," and she goes, "It's a fucking dump." <laughs> yeah, that was kind of dumb. I I liked it because I I've you know I knew that things would get better with time. I didn't realize that the um, what did he say? He says something like, "I didn't realize that um, that that uh, shit something would become mundane. Like yeah. the riches would become mundane yeah. or something." Another like that. thing I didn't like. I thought it was cool. Another thing I didn't like is that I never felt a real sense of peril in the third episode. No, not at all. Like, oh no, he got away from the the yeah. he- Hannibal Lecter cage we have, and now he's got Renfield who's eating bugs, which that was great. That was, I was, yeah, because I was really pissed. I was like, where the fuck is Renfield? And yeah, then all and of a sudden, just, and Renfield. he's there doing a crossword. He's like, Dracula is God. <laughs> it's just like, that was cool. Dracula is my dark lord. Uh, he's eating <laughs> bugs. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Because um, it also, it I also, bet you nowadays though, you could buy a bulk pack of dead bugs on Amazon. I've like done you wouldn't it. even have to hunt them. I've I've eaten crickets that I bought like, off of Amazon. Even if you only eat bugs, you could still go on Amazon and get like Cheeto flavored bugs now because that's the world we live Don't in. Don't tempt me, Frodo. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't like that. Um, 
I definitely did like the respect that this paid to all the incarnations of Dracula. Pretty much all of them, yeah. And I wish, I mean, they did everything Dracula. I wish they could have expanded it a little more into, like, all vampires. Like, this is a three-part, three-hour, whatever yeah. series. If they'd have done, like, a 20-episode, hour-long thing, they could have touched on the Anne Rice vampires. They could have touched on Blade. Yeah. Like, make the way that this did an all-encompassing view of Dracula, yeah. I want to see a series like this that does an all-encompassing view of vampires. I agree. There's also a bunch sick. of unanswered questions in this, like... That's, the, that's every vampire thing. Though. Yeah, they are the, are the brides susceptible to sunlight, or is it just Dracula? You uh, know, like that kind of stuff. I don't. That doesn't bother me because traditionally they always do that. Okay, they always leave you wanting more. Okay, that's what vampires are all about because they're never fully explained. You never find out if they're actually. And Anne Rice tried to, God save her, but like, <laughs> she wrote like twenty books, and they go all the way back to the <laughs> devil and God and Jesus, and it's like, okay, just stop. You're, yeah, vampire lore has to, by its very nature, should be mysterious. Yeah, yeah. Not to say that some of the Anne Rice just not gold. Yeah, so I, I hear you. that's good. That's good. But, there um, you go. Yeah, there's that's our discussion on the twenty twenty Dracula. Dracula series. Ah, ah, ah! I hate you so much. All right, guys, thanks for listening to The Fluent Nerd. Please go ahead and join us next week. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Fluent Nerd. And if you like what you heard, go ahead and leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. And tell your friends about us. Like, seriously, text one right now or shout if you happen to be in public. You can send your feedback, show ideas, or behind-the-scenes stories to thefluentnerd at gmail.com. And we want to give a very special thanks again to our musical talent, Sean Ryan. Go ahead and check him out on Instagram, SoundCloud, and Facebook. And we'll see you guys next week. I'm undead. I'm not unreasonable. Put him down. But why? This is England. Conversation precedes dinner. <laughs>